Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fern, yes. So, Fern, what's happening? Have you been drinking anything new today or this week? Um, uh, just drinking that Trader Joe's beer. And, um, and once I ran out of beer, I'm eyeballing some tequila with some orange juice. Ah, <laughs> yes. What, what kind of tequila you got? Oh, I don't, I don't even know. I just I just grabbed whatever I had at the house and just brought it over. <laughs> That's cool. I just had to... I just get. <laughs> I just had to get something because I knew I wasn't gonna be able to. I, I wasn't gonna. I was trying not to make beer a priority uh, uh, when I go out shopping. Yeah. You know. So that that's what I. That's what I'm gonna have to rely on. Yeah, uh, you know, I, th- I think beer is good, and plus it helps support the uh, places you like. So that's why I'm yep, still drinking indeed. some Frogtown because man, we ordered we ordered a lot of it when you know when mm-hmm. they had the the beer that I like. So got a lot of war on sobriety, but I've been drinking. Uh, Santori uh, whiskey is from Japan. That's it's it's really mm, good. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's got right a smooth it's right got on. a smooth taste to it. Good, good. So good. so that's that's good. So um, before we get started, you want to give out our info? Sure. All right. So here we go. All right. On Twitter, uh, our handle is at PNL Podcast. The letter P, letter N, letter L. On Facebook, our page is a progressive and libertarian walk into a bar. Email address is letter P, letter N, letter L, PNL podcast at gmail.com. And I'm sure everybody knows we are on Spotify, Google, Amazon, Alexa, Echo, Stitcher, Apple, SoundCloud, Coronavirus, Podcasting Service, and every everything you can imagine. Everything in between, hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah, so so a lot, of, a lot of news this week, as, as one could expect. You want to go over some of the mm-hmm. things we've seen t- this week? Um, so in, in, start in, in terms of the general status of COVID-19 pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic in the U.S., there are over 600,000 people infected or rather that tested positive. I'm sure there's a lot more. Um, there's going to be a point at which the amount of testing that's done in the U.S. just has to hit a ceiling. I mean, there's certain, you can't just do like a million tests per day, you know, like, or whatever it is. So... Uh, it's still trending upwards. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's very possible that we've already hit the peak and that we might be coming down. Um, New York had an uptick. Um, certain states are, are now having upticks. So I, I think I don't, it looks like we're past the peak or we're nearing the peak or uh, just easing down off the peak. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean that things are necessarily better. Yeah. Uh, or automatically that we can let go of the stay-at-home orders, which are working. Um, but that's the, that's the status. Um, also, we're nearing about 30,000 deaths in the U.S. Uh, as a result of COVID-19, um, which is incredible to think about. Like, like we were talking about earlier, 30 months ago, or I'm sorry, 30 days ago, less than 30 days ago, we had around 250 deaths in the U.S. related to COVID-19. And when now we have over or 26,000, almost 30,000 deaths. So it's it's pretty it's pretty serious. Yeah, um, so, and so one one, yep. One one quick note to um, I was looking at the stats earlier, and it looks like as it stands right now, there are little over two million um, people that have tested positive for coronavirus um, nineteen in the U in the in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And the U.S., like I mentioned, has over 600,000. I had to do the math. Basically, the U.S. represents, as it stands, 31% of all the cases in the world. Now, obviously, that number depends on each nation reporting accurately. Some countries don't even have tests or they're not doing the, the kind of testing at the level that we're doing the test. Some countries aren't reporting truthful numbers, China, Russia, and I'm sure a lot of others. So, um, but but it's, it's, it's very, very, very telling that the U.S. represents 30%, over 30% of the cases in the world. It's just mm. mind-boggling that, <laughs> that we fucked up so bad. That, that everybody, everybody, and, and I'm going to include myself in that in that picture. Anybody that essentially downplayed how severe this could be um, is, and in somewhat, in some part, at least responsible for how bad it was. Um, but my opinion doesn't count anywhere near as much as somebody that that wields the office of the White House, uh, or is a governor, or is a congressperson. So some people that had more responsibility. That, ho- that whose actions had a much greater consequence on everybody's lives, um, they, in general, um, especially like Trump, just did a pretty shit job. Well, if I'm not mistaken, Fauci even said at by the end of February that social distancing wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it wasn't really that big of a deal. So it wasn't even until two weeks later that, that our government, you know, whether it be Trump or anybody else, said anything about the 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 social distancing and stuff. Because, I mean, they were talking about that on ABC today, that, you know, he didn't even put out that, you know, about social distancing till till the end of February. So, yeah. uh, so you know, uh, I He's, don't... And, and Fauci, as, as much as we like Fauci, I mean, he is also complicit in a lot of... I mean, he said himself on, I think, last Sunday that had we instituted those uh, those rules, the social distancing rules and the shelter at home, um, there would be a lot less death, a lot less death. <clears throat> I, I've even heard that 90% less death would have, uh, we would have been able, 90% of the deaths in the U.S. had we taken this a lot more seriously. Mm-hmm. Along with a lot of other measures, like buying enough PPE, getting enough ventilators in time, uh, being able to use whatever powers are necessary to either make the companies produce more more of these masks or to um, enforce these rules about um, social distancing. Like, uh, like we'll talk about South Dakota, but if, the, if, if President Trump had told all the states, look, it doesn't matter how bad it gets, like just establish a really, a, a realistic threshold of how many cases we're going to have, how many deaths we're going to have, and then that should be your trigger for instituting these, these rules. Because, yes, the economy is going to take a hit, but otherwise, we're going we're going to lose lives. Mm. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I, I think uh, I think the government shut shit down improperly too. I mean, I think there was ways places could have stayed open. Uh, they could have just impl- uh, applied the uh, instead of closing everything down, they could have put the social distancing, maybe even expanded. If it's if it's six feet, you know, how about be safe and stay at seven, eight feet? Um, you know. Uh, Things like that, where businesses could have stayed open, so it wouldn't have crashed the economy. Uh, like I was even seeing, you know, some people were posting, you know, that I know that are still working, and they're upset because they're an essential worker, and mm-hmm. the government's given an extra six hundred dollars to the people who are getting unemployment. You know, so that you know they're mm-hmm. still going to work, and but they're going to give more money. I mean, plus the unemployment. 
an extra six hundred dollars to the people who aren't going to work. And yeah. I think it's kind of bothersome if we were going to do it some way like that. They should have done it, you know, where the people were actually going out and risking their lives. Uh, get get that money as opposed to if there was a reason. You mean that you mean everybody... you mean like you mean like you mean like hazard pay? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't see any reason why somebody shouldn't get hazard pay right now. I agree. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. That's especially you know, for I mean, for these know, workers and, that and, we're calling essential. You know, I, I know, I know. Some companies have raised how much they're paying people. I don't know if it's significant, but some places have. You know, I know Costco did uh, raised everybody up a couple of bucks. I don't know if I'd still deal with it for a couple of bucks, but they did. They did do. I mean, when I went to Costco, I think they did a good job of social distancing with people uh, for the most part. You know, some people still going to walk up on you like an idiot with their cart, um, but uh, you know, they had they had already had. Uh, spit shields up or whatever in between you and the cashiers and stuff. So, I mean, there's businesses that are doing it right. And if people aren't dropping dead at Costco, then I see other businesses that follow that same model should definitely be able to open. If they're not, like the whole thing in Michigan, you know, people are protesting because they don't like some of the rules that they did. Like you can't go out on your boat. I don't see why you can't go out on a boat. You know, you're not, I mean, see, that's, that's, that's see, a social see, distance the, as you get. The, 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 some of the basic facts that we have to contend with and that I think a lot of people who are protesting Michigan don't understand that, like, they're talking about, like, if you're healthy, why are we quarantining you, right? You should quarantine the people that are sick, right? Which, on its face, just doesn't make any sense because 50%, it's already been shown that 50% of the people that are infected with this virus um, are asymptomatic. And if you're asymptomatic, you're still able to spread the disease, transmit it to other people that are maybe healthy, that who can get really sick or even die from this. So it doesn't like you can't call, you can't say that somebody is is healthy just by looking at them or just because they don't have any symptoms. Like there's just no way to know if somebody's healthy unless you test them. And then once you test them, like you have to make sure that they don't come in contact with anybody else that may have been infected. It's really hard, basically. Uh, the only thing that's working now is social distancing. And they're saying, they were saying six feet, but like earlier this week, they were talking about the CDC released a study or a statement saying that the virus can fly or can, can, can hover up until 13 feet away from the person that's doing the coughing, the sneezing, the breathing, the talking. Mm. So even, even six feet, it's, it's just not anywhere near as safe as staying at home. And the people in Michigan that are protesting this because it tramples under constitutional rights are just, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's selfish. It's selfish and ignorant. It's, it's, it's like, how are they standing there with their Trump hats and their placards, like uh, yelling and shouting and protesting? And I support the right to protest. Anybody should have the right to protest. But there's a right way to protest. You don't go out there <laughs> showing how dumb you are or ignorant you are by not wearing any masks or maintaining social distance. I saw some of them were in their cars, which is great. It's fantastic. Um, some of the protests that I've seen, like the like the the people that were protesting against the, the children being held in cages, they were in their cars and they were staying in their cars for the most part. I'm sure some of them were knuckleheads and got out of their cars, ignoring uh-huh. um, safety precautions. Um, but yeah, the whole thing in Michigan just just <laughs> doesn't doesn't seem like it, it doesn't make any sense, especially no, I mean, it, especially it, no, when it, they had it, such it, a bad it, bad it, case. It does to the extent of you know the government. Because I mean, there was something they were talking about on ABC this morning that they were that they were stopping them from being able to get uh, seeds and stuff to do gardening and stuff. I, th- those yeah, kind of things that's are, not true. 
That's what, not true. What, then what was it then? God, because they, that, I got that from ABC. There were, cer- I didn't there get were certain places. There were there were certain places where you can you can you need to be able to look where you can buy those seeds. Uh-huh. It wasn't it wasn't like they 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 closed all the stores that had any kind of seeds in them. It just <laughs> does that make sense? That well, any place would ba- close out all the seeds where you can get. Yeah, it's seeds. not essential. You know, I mean, I could see them saying it's not not essential. But like 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 uh, like here, Home Depots are open because construction is deemed essential, and they sell seeds. They're not shutting down. Yeah. So in in the same way that in South Dakota in, in Michigan, they wouldn't shut down every single place that had seeds because they had seeds. That just doesn't make sense. I'll have to look into it. I, I I know some peeps in Michigan. I'll have to I'll have to do some inquiring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please because, do because 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 it's but, it's it's better the, to to find out from the sources what they're doing than than to uh, rely on the news, whether it be a, a so called credible site or not. Yeah, absolutely. Or I mean, I, what I saw was just a a video with uh, <laughs> it was really, it was it's a very good video. I think they were trying to like really trying to get the people's opinions about why they were protesting. And they talked about, just like I said earlier, it was one person, not, obviously it's not representative of the entire group, but one person said, it doesn't make sense to quarantine healthy people. Quarantine the sick people and let the healthy people get back to work. And, and like I said, it's just screams of, um, well, lack a lack of understanding, to put it nicely, about the way things, about, about the way the disease works. Mm-hmm. To put it mildly. So that's... Um, Michigan, Michigan has the, uh, the third highest number of uh, COVID-related, COVID-19 related deaths. Well, we'll see how it is in two they weeks have, now. They don't have, I mean, it's already bad. We, we don't need to see what's going on yeah, in no, two I weeks. Yeah, no, I mean, all the people went uh, out, we'll see, we'll, uh, see how, we, we'll see how that affected it. Same thing with the, you know, really like the two weeks after Easter. We'll see, we'll see what the two weeks after Easter was like. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> So we don't we we don't we don't have to see how bad it is to know how um yeah. I know I yeah, I know I'm be. staying at home. I know I know you're staying at home, so you know, we're doing okay. the right thing. So, well, let, yeah. Let, let's talk about this let's, let's let me mention a quick fact. So in the US, in in California, um we have 40 million people. We have something like 700 800 deaths in California. Uh-huh. 40 million people. LA alone has 10 million people. Michigan has 2000 20 or pretty 2093 deaths almost 2100 deaths they need to be doing something serious and quick and drastic that's in one state a small state yeah yeah Yeah, this is (laughs) i mean this is this is bad this this isn't anything to laugh at the the governor needs to take further action shoot (laughs) this is that's that's terrible it's not oh man anyway Oh, and um, I I was mistaken earlier. It's uh, the U.S. has thirty four thousand deaths, thirty four thousand deaths. Yeah. And we have people like uh, the governor in Michigan is trying her hardest to make sure that people stay in, in, at home, knuckleheads that don't want to. And we have knuckleheads like the South Dakota uh, governor Christy Noem, who, um. In her state, there were 500 cases that were tied specifically to one meat processing plant. And she, in her wisdom, decided that um, it's not necessary to do shelter-at-home order because, as she put it, South Dakota is not New York. Uh. So, so unfortunately, we'll, uh, 
I mean, it's only going to get worse. And um, just to point out, South Dakota has about 1 million people. Again, LA has 10 million people, 10 times more than that state. So in, in terms of density, it's not, hopefully that'll impact um, how little it can spread. Yeah, but we're not it, that it just it, ignoring it. And yeah, but ignoring no ignoring how um, how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I I show my density way too yeah. often. But hey, um, how are we doing on time? I forgot to set yeah. the timer today. All right, all right. So we are. Let me see here. Sixteen minutes. Sixteen all right, minutes. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So then, uh, what we were talking about the also to go along with that is uh, you know Trump talking about his. Uh, his ultimate powers and uh you know the liber- libertarian heads exploded every place justin amash is uh now ver- verbalizing uh a, a bigger possibility of, of uh running so that's kind of interesting because if he does it as an independent i wonder who he would pick as a running mate and if he tries coming over the libertarian party i wonder i mean i'm sure the pragmatic libertarians would definitely say yes uh, I would I would kind of like somebody that had already been a libertarian like Hornberger, uh, but it would be would be interesting that I think he would uh, I think he would poll a lot better than uh, Gary Johnson did, and I think because he is a sitting uh, sitting uh, representative, that it would get a lot more airplay because of it, and he probably knows the Middle East better than most people because you know his family's from there. You know, his, his mother's, uh, oh shit, his mother's a Palestinian, I think his dad is a, is a Syrian, or vice versa, one of the, uh, maybe his dad's Palestinian, his mom's so, Syrian. So let, let's just back up um, a little bit, just to add some context. So um, Trump's statement about having total authority had to do with how um, East Coast governors and West Coast governors had essentially made a pact between themselves to decide when would be a good time to start reopening, whether it be in phasing uh, and deciding what guidelines, what measures they would take to essentially start opening up their states again for business, right? Uh-huh. And then Trump, who has been pretty pretty hands-off about the kind of help that he wanted to provide and the kind of leadership that he's going to actually take to help the country prevent this from getting as bad as it is, he finally decided to exert some presidential power and talk about he would be the one to tell the governors, each individual one, um, when they could open, because he has the total authority to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, idiotic. We don't well, have kings in this country. If, if well, if I'm not mistaken, that's what everybody wanted him to do was to close the country down. You know, the people who are saying it to said close the country should, down. Well, you know, to clo- you know, to put on a a, 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 a countrywide uh, uh, lockdown. You know, I've heard a lot of that on the news. People are saying, "Ah, oh, he should have done this," and pundits saying that all over the place. And now that he's saying that he he has the has the authority to unlock it, uh, everybody's freaking out about it. Personally, I think it. I think it. I think dumb. it should be the states, and the states should be able to figure out what's up with their state. You know, those are the people that vote in that state. Let them figure it out if it works for them. I like the fact that Newsom is talking with the with the neighboring states. To roll out something together, you know, regionally, mm-hmm. because what's going on here is not what's going on in Florida or Nebraska, uh, right, or New York. So I think it's better to coordinate like that. And Trump saying that he has ultimate power, you know, we—that's one of the things we absolutely agree on. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't like folks like that. 
you know, they, they, they and, try um, to be kings. To, yeah, and to, to add uh, or to give more developments on this, Trump already said today, he backed down basically, he said that he's going to let every governor decide what's most beneficial for their own states. Yeah, that's um, good. I think he, he, his lust for power was finally uh, calmed down by the fact that some people talked to him and let him know that he was acting like an authoritarian. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, but oddly enough, there weren't enough GOP voices to shout him down. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad libertarians uh, saw, I said maybe the pragmatic libertarians saw that um, something like this is something where they needed to unite against Trump instead of just thinking that yeah, voting third party is something a, that they should always of, be doing. There'll be a lot of them that, that unite under Justin Amash, that's for sure, if he, if he decides to run. Right, yeah. right. And again, I think um, if, if Justin Amash uh, does run, I mean, that, that earns a lot of respect. Um, obviously, he's not going to do it to win. He's going to do it to peel votes away from Trump. I think he might do it to appreciate win, too. No, he doesn't play any fucking games. I mean, so. he might, uh, but, but realistically, though, realistically, he, there's, he's not going to get Well, if he got on the debate um, stage, all and the votes. I don't know, I, I would say if he got on the debate stage, if he could poll high enough and got on the debate stage, uh, that's, that's a big game changer right there because they're going to see the difference between him and, and the other two guys. So, but, know, re- but, but realistically, it's not going to happen. If the polls, if the poll numbers are there, it could be because I mean, like I said, he's a he's a charismatic individual. So you know, those things tend to work for you. You know, I mean, uh, a lot, a lot has to happen in his favor, and 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 people would favor. see how he stood up to Trump too, even within the Republican Party, and that gained him a lot of fucking credit. And in with uh, with uh, people who dislike Trump, so. And not only would he have to be I'm not saying he's going to get your vote, or, obviously, but I mean, there's there's a lot of people well, like you who, who he will. But but he's not going to win the presidency is what I'm saying. I'll say if he doesn't run as libertarian, he, he has less of a chance because I, I'm still voting libertarian whether he runs or not. You know, so if he were to run Republican, he would still he would have to not only get all the Republican votes, all of the Republican votes and pull uh, Democrat votes. Or, to be or able to win the presidency. Wait, okay, okay, that too. That too. I mean, I appreciate the effort, man, but like, uh, the goal, like, if, if the realistic goal is to pull votes away from Trump so that the Democrat can win, Biden can win, good, man, I will support that 100%. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but what's also more realistic is... For my libertarian brothers and sisters to think about the welfare of the country and start thinking about voting Democrat, so we yeah. don't have somebody that talks in in libertarian in these authoritarian um, overtones. Or it's not necessary say, for the U.S. You, to head down you guys, that direction. You, you guys still speak in in those uh, authoritarian tones about the war on drugs and about the uh, and about the the you know. Regime change in Venezuela. Oh man, did, did Congress stand up and cheer? Oh, it was sickening. Yeah, you know you're Left you're right, right, but right now we've had yeah. a no, president no, no, no. So, who so has like, loudly said he wants total authority. Yeah, no, I, and I agree if libertarians with you. can get together, I, I, th- I, mean, I, I can th- hope. I'm, I'm gonna this, this like I said that if, that's that's our bread and butter. Those are the things that really fire up libertarians. You know, 
So those are the things that you know might coalesce a lot of people who who set things up. Because I mean, that, that, that unfortunately, there's a lot of libertarians that are anarchists, and they just they won't fucking vote. You know, they they just they're like, no, fuck that. I, they won't know. vote. Period. Yeah, they, no, they yeah, don't a lot vote of, at all. Yeah, a lot of them don't fucking vote just because you know they say they don't believe in the the system or anything mm. that, that that they're voting in something. So I mean that that's something that I think you know that might even fire up some of them. You know, so uh, the anarchists, you know, they they yeah they don't. They don't always vote, so you know. And there's a lot of people who don't vote libertarian because you know they don't feel the party's libertarian enough. There, there's big segments of well, people like that. I, I would say vote. Uh, I'll encourage all libertarians to vote against Trump this time around, and then we can gladly talk about having a third <laughs> party run twenty twenty four, twenty twenty eight. And and unfortunately, that will help Trump, who whom you've already expressed a dislike for. Yeah. So it it just makes so much more sense to vote for the Democrat, who is not talking in authoritarian terms, and get out uh, or throw out the guy that's that my wants nose, to be an authoritarian. My nose who's is too big. I don't think I can it times. that much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. In, my, in in this case, in this case, this is, this is like usually I would talk about like the lesser of two evils. There's like no, there's huge gigantic difference between the authoritarian shit that's in the White House now, and somebody that might and might not be anywhere near as bad. So, um, I'm gonna keep uh, preaching, um, <laughs> for for libertarians to join us, yeah. and then we can get rid of this asshole, and just, then we can actually on, talk about we're third on, party. We're on the other, we're on that other side, so. So we're to, we'll stick yeah. over here. We're we're I still lobbing. We're over. still lobbing shit at him, but we're lobbing shit your well, way good. too. <laughs> well, well so good keep, man. Let's, good let's as long as we up. can. Or keep your head down. Let's get <laughs> let's get Trump out, and then we can like we can seriously talk about a third party run, like Green oh, Party too. That's what we we need more progressives in the world running running stuff. But anyway, yeah, they shouldn't even so be that's in the Democratic we're at, uh, Party. They're too hostile to you. You should have your so, own party. Yeah, yeah, we, we but we got to get this asshole out of the White House first. That's that's <laughs> the first thing we have to do, and then we can start thinking about third yeah. party. Uh, um, all right, so do you want to touch real quick on three more things? How much real time quick, we got real left? Quick. I think we got four more minutes. I'm going to say right. four more minutes. All right. So so one mini rant for me, um, just real quick, like less than I'm going to keep it thirty seconds. So. All right. So essential workers, um, I really think that we should be able to treat these people that we're calling essential workers, truck drivers, grocery store workers, um, food delivery employees, anybody that's out there on a daily basis earning their minimum wage. And I'm, ta I'm also talking about uh, nurses, doctors, uh, the people that clean the hospitals, any, every one of these people that are essentially keeping society going while a lot of us are staying home. We call them essential workers. We clap for them. We, we call them heroes now. But let's really do something that matters. Let's give them hazard pay. Let's give them uh, more money than they're currently earning. It doesn't make sense to recognize these people that are keeping society afloat while all of us are trying not to spread the disease and not recognize their effort. Because not only are they out there grinding just like everybody else used to, but they're also uh, earning subpar wages and they're not getting hazard pay. Yeah, it doesn't that, make any sense to. They definitely give got a lot of bargaining people. chips. You know, if they decided not to show up to work for a week, we'd see how things would go. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bar I mean, bargaining chips are good for down the line, but we need something right now. Yeah. All right. That that's my rant on yeah. social workers. Yeah. And um, the other two things we wanted to touch on were the the lab, the Chinese lab, and uh -huh. then 
COVID-19 showing up early in California. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Do you it. want to touch, talk about the lab? Yeah, let's oh, go do you want, the lab. If you think we okay, got time. Okay, so the – yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want, you want to talk about it or should I? Yeah, you can go ahead. All right. So um, so for a, for a while now, it's been talked about that um, it's very possible that the virus was either manufactured or – that it was worked on the lab and somehow it leaked, escaped out, or was uh, was uh, uh, through mismanagement, through poor practices. Essentially, it was it it got out um, unwittingly. Um, as some of you may know there's a lab in Wuhan that deals specifically with bat coronaviruses, and um, there was a there was an article I read in in a, I mean, a very credible source, Washington Post, for some of you that that, that like liberal news. Um, they talked about how the U.S. government in 2018 had actually visited this, visited this lab and had found that their practices were not very good. They were not very hygienic. They weren't very consistent and essentially warned the U.S. government that, um, you know, it's something to keep an eye on. And now the Chinese government has also banned or rather restricted the publishing of any research that may discuss the origins of the coronavirus of COVID-19. So all of that essentially is looking incredibly shady. Yeah. Um, it points to the possibility that, um, yeah, this maybe this didn't come from a wet market in, in Wuhan. It might have come from a lab. Um, and the Chinese government neglected, not only neglected, but hid these facts, uh, obviously because of embarrassment, also yeah. because of security reasons. But uh, all that led to the, the global pandemic that we're seeing now and all yep. the deaths that we're seeing now. Yeah. I think the world will have to basically unite against China to – so that they'll have to reap some sort of uh, thing. You unleash like some bio fucking weapon on the earth. You know, there's going to have to be some kind of repercussions for that. Right. And we can, I, I think we can dedicate an entire episode to what, what how that could look like or yeah. what that would look like. Yeah. That um, would be good. And the, and the last topic or the last thing is um, there's been anecdotal evidence relating to the possibility that COVID-19 was present in California, possibly on the East Coast as well, uh, was present as early as December, maybe January, maybe early in February as well. Um, it's very possible, but um, it's unlikely, but there is anecdotal evidence. And now the U.S. and California are doing antibody studies. Antibody mm -hmm. studies um, uh, for COVID-19 essentially means that if you had a really bad flu at the end of the year or in January and then you recovered, but it was much harsher than any flu you've ever had, it may have been uh, COVID-19. Um, you may have recovered and whatever, but there was no test back then. So now, obviously, um, you can get a test for this. It's a blood test. And it would tell you if you did have it. Not that you have it now, which is a different test, but that you did have it. And that would be found in the form of antibody in your blood. Um, so it, it's interesting to hear. Like uh, I've been following this story for the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, it looks like at first plays out. Yeah. Yeah. I discounted it, but we'll see. I, I, it's interesting to see how it develops. Yeah. That it would. All right, and that's, well, that's that, all for me, man. Yeah, I guess, you, that's I, guess on, nah, I guess on that note, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in. Wash your damn hands. And if you're going to go outside, hands. wear a fucking mask. Be, you know, be the responsible people. Don't, don't give the that's government right. a fucking reason to act a fool. <laughs> there you go. There all right. Go. See all right, man. Peace.